Okay, so I want apples, um, a loaf of bread, uh, some. Who, I want you, American who you, cheese. Who are you talking to? Are you me? Yeah, because I'm giving you my grocery list. Okay, well, I don't work for Instacart or the Walnut Lake Market, so back off, boo boo. <laughs> well, I guess I'll have to go shipped. Damn it. Yeah. Oh, God. Hey, guys, it's your favorite final boy and girl, Alex and Emily, again, <laughs> coming at you in a new episode of Gag Me with a Knife, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and shred the best and worst slasher movies. As I just recently uh, discussed with Emily, I do not work for the Walnut Lake Market. However, our movie does. So we're going back to 1989's Intruder. And as always, Emily has the original and priceless VHS copy. So let's hear what the back of that box says if you can stop reading your grocery list to me. If only my grocery list was that healthy. Um, <laughs> when you ch- and it wasn't, by the way, it was apples, white lo- loaf of bread, and American cheese so far. That was <laughs> not healthy. Okay. When you check out of Walnut Lake Supermarket, you really check out for good. A crazed killer is turning the whole place into a human butcher shop. The night crew, including lovely Renee Estevez, is disappearing one by one in a bloody rampage of terror and gore. And the maniacal killer is is saving the best for last, the innocent and beautiful head cashier Elizabeth Cox. So drop by the market for a shopping spree you'll never forget. There's no express lane to escape from the horror. 1989. Your thoughts. Woo. All right. I absolutely freaking love this movie. Um, it is just the type of movie I wish I had watched more growing up because it would have really changed a lot of my life because um, of my college years. I spent a lot of time in retail. Um, so I can definitely relate to a lot of what's going on, a lot of the equipment that they use. I mean, minus all the murder and blood and mayhem and all that stuff. Uh, <laughs> I can relate to so much of it. I wish I had that much drama uh, at my work. And even though it takes like 30 to 40 minutes or so of watching them like clean up the floor and stock shelves and eat all kinds but of things. But there's still stuff going on during that. So. Yeah, I mean, before the killing starts, though, it's like 30 to 40 minutes. But I was still really hooked. I love the buildup. I love the characters. I liked like all getting getting the whole layout of the supermarket and really seeing all the different rooms and the way it's you know all connected. I thought it was really cool. Um, and then, you know, when I bought my I bought a physical physical copy the day after I streamed it and I noticed that the cover headline when I got it said Bruce Campbell and Sam Raimi. And I was like, Bruce is in two minutes and Sam Raimi is barely a side boo, but thanks for evil dead baiting us, you know, (laughs) but I mean, I wanted more Bruce, but actually I don't know that I would have. It was so good with it. It was so, so, so good. And all, I just thought it worked so well. What, what about you? Um, I really like it. It's, it's Okay. This is going to be blasphemy, I'm sure, but I am not a huge Sam Raimi fan, like direct, like as a director. Um, I like the first Evil Dead. I didn't understand when I, I, was, I was too young to understand why they were do, like remaking Evil Dead too. Like I just, I, I always hated it because I was like, why is this the same movie? Because I was like too little to really understand that it was supposed to be a parody. So that kind of like ruined that for me. And I've, I've just never liked any of his stuff. But I do like him as an actor. I like him in this movie. And I yeah. don't really. And I'm not a big fan of Bruce Campbell, honestly. Like, I don't give a shit about Ash. I don't. I just <laughs> don't. And he's usually like, in, I just don't. I don't like him very much. I like it. I mean, I like him in Maniac Cop. And that's about it. But like, so I like that he wasn't in much of this movie. But, you know, a guy, the guy that directed it. Worked on Evil Dead 1 and 2. I mean, he was very close friends with um, Sam Raimi. They were all friends. So it's like he, it seems like he like watched Sam Raimi and took the best parts of Sam Raimi movies and put it into Intruder because there's like Scott Spiegel that you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Because there's a lot of like, um, they have those silly signs. I mean, not, they're not silly, but they're like, there are signs behind people that are like danger, you know, for people that are about to die in certain ways, there's like a danger, you know, it's just like a lot of in your face kind of stuff, but it works really well in this movie. And I will admit 
I did not like this movie. The well, that's not that's not true. When I first tried to watch this movie, this is a couple years ago. I started it and I just couldn't get into it, and I tried it again, couldn't get into it, and then I ended up watching it about two years ago, and then I was like hooked, and I really really liked it. And the deaths are I really like all the characters. I even like like the Clint character because he does become into he does end up being like an anti-hero i guess well just a means of being like a good guy i guess who's, who's clint clint isn't that his name the craig, uh, craig sorry craig yeah juliet juliet's little sister Ju- juliet's little sister <laughs> with his hair um <laughs> that's a slumber party massacre three reference um so yeah and i like so i like all i you know, I even like the bad guy and I like his transformation. It almost it, it doesn't seem to not make sense. You know what I mean? And well, it only doesn't make sense. in the fact that like, who gives a shit? Like, move I, on with yeah, your life. Yeah, like, yeah, who yeah. loves retail that much? Bye. <laughs> yeah, I know. But and, and I and, you know, I would have liked to have seen Re, uh, Renee Estevez a little bit more in it. But I think, you know, I, but I was I'm obsessed with Bub. I love him. I'm in love with him. I would marry him. I don't know what his real name is, but. Yeah. Yeah. So, I, I yeah, I really, really like this movie. I think it's done really well. I think that it you can tell that. um and Bub is real quick. He's the stoner, right? And it sounds yeah. like t- Tommy Wiseau the whole movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, like he's the one. He's like he's yeah. the one that's like, you can't give me a wedgie, Tim. I had the foresight to not wear the underwear, yeah, Tim. Yeah. I wrote. <laughs> yeah. I, I think I wrote down somewhere, and I was just like, I said this guy talking to Renee about a Hamilton Beach blender or something yep. just like Tommy Wiseau. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I love. I don't know. There's something about him. I I just think I'm very attracted to him. I don't know. Well, clearly. But, uh, I, I don't know. I love him. Um, so I, I really, yeah, I was, and I do agree with you. I wish I had seen this when I was younger because I feel like if we had watched this when we were like in high school, this would have been like a staple for us. Oh my God. Yes. But it, unfortunately we saw it a little bit too late for that, but yeah. <laughs> it, Ted Raimi's also in it, isn't he? Yeah. He's produce Joe. Okay. Yeah. 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 But they, yeah, okay. And then, you so, know, you mentioned him, but Bill, uh, which, which, you know, the killer or whatnot, yeah. he's in a lot of Sam Raimi stuff, too. He's in there, yeah. Dark Man, Evil Dead, too. He's in some Spider-Man movies. He's just bit pieces here and there, so. Yeah, and uh, the, the director was, I think, one of the ships in Evil Dead 1. And I know that he like they they he just worked with Sam Raimi a lot after that. Yeah, he yeah he was a shimp and definitely the, I know the second one, but I guess the first one then would that be the first one too? I think definitely. so. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. they had their um the the people that they got to do the special effects on this movie, um they're like huge. They did um Evil Dead two. I think they did Day. No. Yeah, they they helped on Day of the Dead. They were like, besides Tom Savini, they were, I mean, they've done like huge stuff. So for 1989, them getting this, that by this point, they were a bit pretty big special effects department for them to work on. It was a big deal. And it does show because it has a lot of good gore in it. Yeah, the gore was good. The kills were good. I mean, it was, there was a couple scenes I was like, oh, like I even had to like close my eyes or something because it was like a little like, ah, like I didn't want to like, I could feel it. Like I, I've almost come into close calls with some of these incidences, incidences, incidents. <laughs> um, and so I was like fl- having like PTSD flashbacks of what might've been, had I like done something wrong, like throwing box cutters and tripping into the compactor and all of these yeah. things. I so, mean, so, okay. So we'll, you know, let's go over the plot a little bit. So yeah. this supermarket um, called the uh, Walnut Lake supermarket, it's closing. It's closing time. Mm-hmm. As far as they know, it's just closing time for the night right now. So right. they're like, you know, getting everything stocked for the rest of the day, for the next day. And um, they're checking out this old man who um, actually, I think, used to be in like the Three Stooges a lot. Yeah, he was. Yeah, he seemed like he was a comedian. He, he, I think I think it was Three Stooges. And he says a line to the there's a couple coming in and he says something about holding hands or something. And he he said a line that he was known for using. And I think it was the Three Stooges. But anyway, um, so that was like a little fun thing that happened. So. 
okay, they're checking these people out, and this guy shows up with the mullet from hell, Craig. Although oh, my God. I, I always like Craig's. Be- well, okay, I don't know if that's true, but I love Craig from Degrassi, so I'm always like Craig, Craig. I like to call him Craig. Yeah. Well, <laughs> the, all I ever saw was a scruffy man with a leather and a cig and mullet mania, and I just <laughs> I immediately was like, "What am I? Am I watching Cruising? What is this?" Every time, and every time they show him, and it's like I know it kind of is creepy. Every time they show him in the background, it's just like I laugh so hard. It, it's, it's so hilarious, but it is creepy too. But anyway, okay, so Craig is. Um, the ex-boyfriend of one of the cashiers. So the two cashiers are Elizabeth Cox, who plays Jennifer, and then um, Renee Estevez, who plays Linda. Mm-hmm. And Craig comes up, and he wants, I think he's getting cigarettes or something like that. And he starts being, you know, like getting in her face. Well, I guess he wants her back, whatever. And so Linda presses the panic button, which then you sh- it shows um, the manager's office where it has the two owners of the supermarket. One of them is like, you can tell like the money one. And then yeah, one yeah, of them, he's, he's dressed less blue collar and like less. Yeah. Like, yeah. He's the one fancy. that's like, yeah, he, you can tell he owns 51% and the other one owns 49%, oh, yeah, the 49. which is, which ends up what it, you know, what it is. You can tell. So, uh, the one, the blue collar guy, his name's bill. He goes down and then there ends up being this fight with Craig <clears throat> And, um, oh my God, that's a fun fight too. Oh yeah, it God, is. It is. Fight. Yeah. Um, I mean, the shit's just going everywhere. Because, and like, um, this, like this whole like display goes. Like, yeah. Because the one shit. that, the, the one that, um, Sam Randy, who Sam Raimi plays gets thrown into a big old diet Pepsi display. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I mean, God, you know what, you know how we talked about how in blood cult, they probably had to, it's like the only movie in history where they had to pay people to put, to, to advertise yeah, for yeah. them in movies. I, I would say they I mean I'm, I wonder how if they got money from all like they they had to have gotten some money for all this product placement I mean yeah, I they, had, they had Kellogg's they had Oreo yeah Visco. I mean but what really struck me was the fact that uh, all these big brands of th- what we saw throughout um the only detergent we saw was a white box that said, well, laundry, said laundry. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's no, there's nothing like so I the noticed one that that I it was, it was like, when no Linda food. was checking out. Yeah. Cause she has like cheer. It's like brand Cheerios, like the brand. And then it's like laundry. Well, and there's like, so many scenes where the laundry, they, they focus on that laundry on the shelf too. So many times, like it's just ridiculous. But yeah. So, laundry. okay. So when they get in the fight, um, Okay, so he escapes onto the shop floor, and then they, and then like the night crew, they're like, "We're gonna go, we're they're gonna find him," and then they find him, and they get into another fight, and he's he gets um taken, like he gets taken out of the building, so he's like supposed to be gone at this point. Yeah, see you, Craig. Although he does keep. (laughs) <laughs> keep call he keeps calling and stuff and i'm just like why are you at, like at a certain point at, at a certain point they did stop answering but there were so ma- there were so many times i was like oh god stop right? answering the fucking well, phone it well, clearly is in, not yeah. <laughs> like they, it's it's clearly well, not Linda was waiting on someone for her to call because somebody was, yeah. she was supposed to be picked. But up, she, she wasn't ever the one answering it. Well, she did every now and then because um, then she actually – because she finally picks up the phone thinking it's going to be him again. And it actually yeah, is the and guy she's looking – it's either her dad or her boyfriend. I don't remember. It's her boyfriend because he's definite, like – Yeah, there's a huge It's her boyfriend because he's like pick up beer basically. <laughs> That's right. Um, um, and but so, but right before before he gets kicked out and he keeps calling all the time, he's talking to um, Jennifer and he you know she's like he's like just tell me why and she's like I haven't checked my answering machine in two days. It's like <laughs> so how many how many first of all I feel you girl I don't ever answer any I don't check nothing I know I don't um, know and then second of all so you think that you can call her twenty times in the grocery store and she's going to answer you and then also how many times do you think he called her in two days I'm and also saying. you just got out of jail like, and also this was a whole year ago when they broke up yeah yeah and they only like, dated for like three months or something yeah, like that like, yeah and then he went to jail for accidentally killing someone and he's like wondering what the problem is it's like okay <laughs> Wait, <laughs> like, just, he was defending her honor though because Bub is like he started doing like he like at first because he was like I was friends with him and then he started like doing like drug drugs because I guess you know Bub only smokes weed and stuff but I get, like Craig started doing like hard drugs and then he you know actually oh. killed the guy that's so cool. uh yeah that's what he he tells like um Linda about it but um so then the so the owners gather the whole night crew together after all this happens and I'm like god timing you know 
<laughs> like retail management. Like, mm. You couldn't wait till the next day to do this after this whole hullabaloo. hullabaloo. But, uh, they're like, okay, well, we're still in the store. So you have, um, we're going to give you a good, like, basically, we're going to give you a good severance or bonus pay. And um, so you need to find, like, well, you don't have to find another job, but I mean, you're going to need another job by the first of next month. At first of next month, yeah. Yeah. And so they're all like, what the fuck? And like a lot of the, uh, I think it's, is it Sam Raimi's character that says he's like, I had two weeks vacation coming to me? He's the, I think so. He's the butcher, isn't he? Yeah, he's the butcher. Yeah, okay. And then, like, some of them are like, I was going to be owner. I was like, really? Were you, like, really striving for a career in the supermarket? I mean, okay. It's like, yeah, I mean, I mean. I mean, I think people just get, like, I don't think anyone strives for that career unless they get, like, way up around well, well, and also not when you're like 18. I mean, yeah, these, kid, these, these yeah, no, kids I mean, are friggin' young. Saying. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like you're 18 and you're straight. Like what? What your career goal is to be um, a cashier at this uh, mom and pop supermarket? <laughs> like, I, okay, right, right. But right. um, so they're all like, that sucks, and so they're all assigned to Mark down and it doesn't really t- say. I guess they they're having to work like the whole night. Um, but they're like having to mark down all the stock because of the closure. But Jenna, uh, Sarah, Linda is not working the whole night. She, um, right. She's, she's the only, she's, yeah. she's the only one that's supposed to leave. Yeah. So, and all during this, this is when Craig's making the phone calls. And at one point, doesn't he sh- show up or that's before the second fight. I mean, he comes up behind her when she's on the phone or something. No, he's also so, with the police, and then he no, comes up behind her. No, so Linda and um, Jennifer are talking, and Jennifer is telling her the story of what happened with Craig. Like she's giving her the whole history of it, and it's like, and there's a really cool, there's a really cool camera work here where it pans to the left. She's like, and he's been in, and it pans a little bit to the and left. And he's behind there. No, I'm not talking no, about no, that scene. No, well, t- well hold on. Um, no, I wasn't talking about him yet. I was talking about the camera work is it pans to the left and she is behind bars when she says the word prison. Oh, there's all kinds of really cool camera angles in this movie. Yeah, the no, they do. Yeah, thing. there's all that. That's the that's the Sam Raimi. Yeah, up like, the phone, the sweeping across the thing, looking through bottles and glasses. But then that was really cool. And that was and they also do some like really cool, like homages or for or foretelling with some of of the camera angles, too. Like, I don't know, it was just really cool camera work. Yeah, there is a scene, though, where she's on the phone with the police in a little cubicle kind of thing. And he comes in behind her. I don't remember that. I was, I don't remember but, him. But was, I don't. That, that, that must have been before he got thrown out. Yeah, it, I think it is. I, yeah, it's it's before the second fight when they actually get him out. Okay. Um, so then Jennifer is, about, I'm not Jennifer, sorry. Linda's about to leave. And so she goes out, out to the parking lot and she's um, stabbed to death. So, okay. Um, then that's when, okay. So that's when Bill, um, sees someone trying to get in and he goes outside to investigate and then he gets hit or no, he finds Craig and, but then Craig hits him with a bottle and and he's unconscious. Is that what it is? He gets hit with a bottle. It's a bottle or a piece of wood or something. Yeah. He gets that, hit with, he, somehow it's some kind he gets, of trash. Yeah. Yeah. He gets, he gets hit in the head and he's rendered unconscious. And then it just kind of cuts away. Um, get to back in the store. Yeah. So now we're to this. This is all of what we just talked about. That sounded like a really sh- that was a very short like summary because that's about 30, 30 minutes. 35, yeah, it's almost 35 minutes because um, the next scene that you're going to talk we're about, about to start all the killing. It's actually at 40 minute mark. Yeah. Yeah. So um, this is where everyone starts dying. <laughs> and um but somehow, I guess because the store doesn't look that big, but I guess it is pretty sprawling because people don't seem to know that anyone has died for a long time. Well, I think and we've also lot- got this side story of Jennifer and what's it? I don't know what the guy's name is uh, that they're going to go out on a date. Yeah, um, but it, it isn't the, the sales floor isn't that big at all. But there's all these different sections that, like, normally you would see in a normal, like, you know, in, in Publix, you'll you see the glass, the butcher, you see right. all this yeah. stuff. So you just don't see all those sections. The sales floor is not very big at all. But then they have like they have the, they have the attic, the rooftop access. They have the fruit place. They have the but they have a basement. It looks like, um, but just little one-off rooms. 
then everyone dies in a different room, basically. So that's why no one knows that anyone's really dying. And then everyone dies in like 10 or 15, or like 15 or 20 minutes. Okay. So, um, the next person to die is Danny. And, um, He's garroted with a fo- with a phone and his eyes stabbed out, but he's later decapitated and used as a puppet, which is really really cool. Yeah, his death his death freaked me out when his death um, because well it went it was like you thought it was over and then it comes back around, you know like you're yeah. like oh, I thought that that was done and then you're like oh here he is again. So like, you definitely yeah, and this is more of the camera work foretelling exactly like you knew that you knew exactly how he was going to die because mm-hmm. earlier it, it shows- has a sign yeah. Well, no, it shows him putting receipts, papers on this big metal spike, like, on his desk. Well, I know, but in the background of most of these, they there are, like, signs that say something that are foreshadowed. Well, that, yeah, well, well, yeah but that, too. But th- mm-hmm. you knew this is the weapon he was going to be killed with because right. he's it's just super obvious. The camera's sitting right there and not even focused on him. And, I mean, whatever those damn things are for, me and my husband couldn't figure it out. Like, why do you not just throw them in the trash can? Why do you th- take these papers and throw them on a spike? Like, what is that even called? Some mm. old 80s. You know what I'm talking about? What he's doing it? Mm. Yeah. So, oh, I know what you're talking about, but I don't know what it is. Yeah, I don't know why those are even used. Like, just throw them in the trash. It's going in the trash anyway. Or you're putting a big old hole in it. <laughs> I don't know. Facts. Um, so, okay. His was, um, to me, his was the coolest death. But um, then after that, we have Produce Joe, who had sliced with a cleaver and later chopped up. But he's at first, he just gets um, like cut in the back of the head. And he deserved it because he's over here cutting fruit like and vegetables like he's hacking up a body. And I'm like, oh, Mr. Ramey, who cuts fruit like that? And also, why are you listening to, why you listening to the e- same song for every five and seconds it shows you? he was eating all of it. He's eating it all. He's bopping around with his with his Walkman, and he's listening to the same uns 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 music yeah. for like every five seconds. It shows him. I'm like, oh god. So then we have Tim, and he's uh, stabbed in the abdomen, but he also has a cool later on death because he's later sliced in half, which is really cool. Yeah, and then they have the half off sign on the trash can. Yep. Yeah, and then <laughs> sadly, sadly, Bub goes next. And his death freaked me out because oh his was oh his yeah it's we a, had we had a friend that his hand his hand his finger got like stuck through the gate his ring finger so the safety gate closed but his finger fit through it because his fingers were small and it got stuck on his ring finger and his finger got crushed in the baler oh my god well yeah. Bub gets his head crushed by a box crusher so yeah the baler same thing um and then Randy is uh, has his head impaled on a meat hook. And then that freaking um, meat locker room, it looked warm. It looked like it was melting. It was not sanitary. Yeah. You're going to get diseases when you eat that stuff. You're going to get total diseases eating the meat at Walnut Lake Supermarket. Just saying. Right. So don't go there. Don't um, go there. <laughs> I mean, and even at the front of the store, at like, you know, in between in and out of kills or whatever, Jennifer is over here scrubbing all these, like cleaning down all the registers with like some sort of a sponge and cleaning solution. And meanwhile, the floors look like inside a Texas chainsaw. I'm like, you ought to be mopping this damn place. What are you I all know. doing? Why is everything and I'm so like, nasty? And I'm like, why were you all into like these people earlier and hanging out with them? And then now you're like, don't see anybody, but okay. So, oh, but, to- and, well, never mind, never mind. Dave is the next to be killed, and he's uh first he's partially decap. This is well, actually my favorite death, I guess. Um, he's partially decapitated by a bandsaw, but th- then he's fully decapitated. Yeah, later, yeah. and that's a really good one. And then you think that you're gonna get someone to help by with the bread delivery man, but he gets stabbed in the back. So um, but uh, so. During all this, I think you think you're well. You think Bill is still unconscious outside the whole time. Um, yeah, or dead, or dead. Yeah. So, like Jennifer starts, I guess she so, finally, so, yeah, she, the, well, the, she the, finally the, notices the bread guy is the bread guy isn't dead nearly yet. So yeah, I mean, yeah, so, otherwise, otherwise we would know Bill's not unconscious. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. That, but that, I, was, that was a, I yeah. just went ahead and said it. But um, so she starts realizing everyone's missing and um. So she goes to investigate and um, so she starts finding just like body parts and like body, like just bodies and body parts everywhere. And she's attacked, but she escapes to she's in the back and she gets up to the shop floor 
And so she hears someone at the door. By the way, the police have already come by once because she called about um, Craig. And they're the they, worst police. Oh, yeah. He's and like, here's leave. my card. And she's like, wait, that's not my card. Here's my card. And then they try yeah. to get out the door and they can't even open the door. I'm like, y'all ain't solving nothing. Yeah, so that was, you know, worthless. Office, but just, office, officers Voorhees and Kruger from Summer Party Massacre 2 would have been better. Facts. Facts. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Everything about them. Love it. Okay. So she hears someone at the door, and but the by the time she gets there, they're gone, and then Craig grabs her. But again, at that point, she's still thinking that... Um, that he's like the killed everybody. So she starts beating him with a meat hook. And then that's when Bill comes in and he's like, Craig attacked me, which I mean, is it's true, but I mean, he wasn't completely lying. Right. Um, so he calls the police, but then she's like, she, she's, she starts noticing some things when she's like looking at Bill and she's like, there's like blood all over him. And it doesn't really make sense from his story of that he was knocked unconscious because it's all over his hands and stuff. And so she's like, uh, oh shit. Basically she's like, <laughs> yeah. uh, well I was wrong. Um, and yeah, she's like, now I'm locked in here with a maniac and have, have has somebody already slipped on an eyeball yet? Was it her? I can't yeah. remember. If, Cause yeah, he, we talked about how he's, um, Emily, you talked about how he was hiding on the body parts all over the place. And then like one of the things that he did, he, someone slips on an eyeball in one I of the aisles. I think he does. Yeah. And then but during one of the earlier death scenes, I don't think it's the butcher. I think it's somebody else, but it might be the butcher. He's going through and looking at the meat and like it's saran wrapped into a uh, cell package as a freaking severed hand. And the guy's like, this is not okay. And then, then whoever that is, I don't know if that was Randy or who, but they get killed. That was, I mean, that was when they get killed. So yeah, I mean, he's, everyone's been on these body parts it's just really <laughs> i love it uh yeah no it's awesome so um so now that now that bill bill's presence is known right as uh, yeah yeah so she she realizes that he's so this is when he goes into his tirade of why yeah um which you know you don't have an all slasher movies but i do I do like it when they do have the little this happened and this happened. I'm like, cause I'm always just like grimy a fucking. I'm movie. like, yes. Like, uh, like, anytime, anytime I get, yeah, yeah, anytime I get a monologue about about um like why you decided to kill all these people, it's always the lamest thing. He's like, <laughs> why well, I, I I've put my I've I want the store really. I want and the so, store. And so instead of like I don't know doing something like banding together maybe and doing some kind of yeah, why i don't do you know kill, why why is killing all the employees going to get you to the store exactly like you could have banded together and done some kind of like crazy empire records thing and put on a show and had people come and pay money and so i don't know do something to save the store right but no I mean, instead hell, you're really going to kill everybody they, this was 89 they could have hired troop beverly hills to come and sell cookies in front of their store and sing tina turner songs I'm i mean saying. literally they could have done anything except, anything like, other than murder it, it, the entire other staff. than murder the entire staff <laughs> Wait, who and didn't then, do it and who were like, just as upset who were, well not just as upset clearly but are, we're upset also that they were losing their fucking jobs and their friends and family and like instead you know no you played a fucking bloody dismembered um temple uh what's it called legend of the hidden temple over here hiding everything like you're old mac and you're not you're bill <laughs> you're bill who has your bill yeah you're bill with 49 <laughs> percent yeah so he he like um basically his excuse is that he killed the like his partner and uh, what's his name again um danny danny is is his name um the one that the money one the 51 percent oh, yeah um so he's like so he killed him and Aren't then he they just brothers? Got, no oh and then he just got carried away and started killing everybody. I'm like, that doesn't hold any kind of water. But okay, um, like, well, hell, he killed Renee before he kills Danny. I know. Yeah, Maybe. yeah. She was going. She was taking the trash out, and then she was leaving. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So that that so that doesn't that definitely doesn't hold water. But I mean, like, uh, okay. Uh, so, but that's his excuse is that he got carried away. Okay. Yeah. So he attacks Jennifer and he chases her around for a while. And that's when the bread delivery guy appears. But then Bill kills him before, um, before he can help him. Yeah. And I don't know how we got, I don't know how we got outside. So I don't either. I don't either. It's like, 
because he's chasing her around the locked building. And maybe yeah. he went at the well, delivery man's outside. So maybe he just like went out another door. I don't know. So, I mean, whatever. So he reenters the building and he starts like, you know, going after Jennifer again. And then Craig shows up now. Thank God. Wait, has she hidden in the popcorn booth yet? Uh, I don't know. I think bef- I think before Craig shows up, she's hiding in the popcorn booth. And it's really cool. It's like almost like a portable closet. It's like a kiosk almost type thing when there's popcorn yeah, all around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then he starts hatcheting up the popcorn bags over and over. And I'm like, first of all, that's cutting in, literally cutting into your profit margin, bitch. Just saying. You wonder why you're going out of business. He's, he's so dumb. <laughs> Not a, I mean, no wonder he was 49%. He is slashing people prices and cutting into profit margins. I mean... Sam Walton would not be happy with your <laughs> marketing skills here. <laughs> okay, so um, so Craig shows up, so shows back up, and um, he got in through the bathroom window. He came in through the bathroom window, and that plays that. I'm just kidding. Okay, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> Let me calm myself down from doing joe cocker's version of a fucking Beatles song. okay i'm 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 extremely sorry for that because joe cocker gets on every last nerve i have okay so then bill appears and he uh beats craig to death basically bam. Bam. so but but jennifer is able to run away while he's doing that so she crawls out the bathroom window and i will not sing it again because <laughs> because she wasn't crawling in, she was crawling out. So I yeah, uh, oh yeah, it, it doesn't even work. I, I mean, I, work. I, I could change the lyrics, but she crawled out through the bathroom window. We are okay. done with that. We are done ordering food through me, and we are done with your joke rocker singing. Bye, bitch. Uh, uh, you know, I have such a beautiful voice, and it just does it. Well, not when I'm trying to do Joe Cocker because oh, he. Oh, yeah. No. Oh, I thought we were. No, yeah. Okay, then I. I was agree. doing Joe Cocker, so I mean, like, it, it was it going to be beautiful? No. Um, I mean, and also, just side note, Joe Cocker, get a song, get a real song, like get a song of your own. Yeah, bye. <laughs> uh, like, and everyone's like, "Oh, the Wonder Years theme song." Uh, listen to the Beatles. Right. Anyway, okay, sorry. Um, they're just, <laughs> I, just, I, just, I just, like, when I was little, I'd heard, you know, the Joe Cocker versions of all these songs. And then later on, I was just like, why is life, all, yeah. why does, why does all he do is, is copy people? I, he made an entire living off of covering Beatles songs. Like, it's just bonkers facts, to me. Facts. Okay, back to the movie. I mean, back yeah, to back the, to the, back to our schedule program. <laughs> but I think that needed to be said. I mean, we're all thinking it. Oh, we so. all were. <laughs> Um, okay, so she escapes and she um, she just tries to escape in her car, but then she finds Linda's body inside her car. Yeah, she opens it and then yeah. boom, she f- they always just fall casually out with yeah, daggers and yeah. chests. And I'm like, yeah. If I had a dollar for every time someone fell dead out of my car, I'd have zero dollars. Well, yeah, me too. But if I had a dollar for every time I saw someone fall out of a car dead in a movie, <laughs> I probably have like fifteen dollars. Yeah, at least. <laughs> I mean, at least. I mean, I'm saying falling out of a car casually. So yeah. Is... And it's like, uh, arms everywhere like they're doing the damn wave at a baseball game. Uh, Sorry, that was me. That was my noise that I, as I fall out of a car. <laughs> uh, that's what you do when you die and fall out of a car. Uh, yes. There you go. La. La. Oh, God. Oh, God. Oh. All right. So what's next? By the way, everyone, a side note, you need to watch It's a Sin. On HBO Max. Yeah, Emily didn't uh, believe me. I don't think you believed me when I told you it was going to ruin your life. It didn't ruin my life. It made it so much better. I've already I, I, and I in had a, a good friend, way. Ruined your uh, life yes. in a good way. <laughs> I and I made my friend uh, my friend. Well, I didn't make her. She wanted to, but I watched it, the whole thing again in one day with my friend Ricky. Very good. All right, oh, back to the movie. Anyway, okay, sorry. Okay, so okay, Linda's body has fallen out. <sighs> okay, so Bill grabs Jennifer. And she he pulls her under the car, but she stabs him with a knife. Where I don't know where she got the knife. The knife was in Linda's chest. Oh right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you imagine having to like pull a knife out of your friend's dead chest to like? No. I, I mean, it's just. I can't. Like your best friend. Like you don't even know is dead. Um. But. Yeah. <laughs> Um, 
So, uh, who is Hunky Dory? Um, okay, I'm sorry. I just got sidetracked. I was thinking about Hunky Dory. Clearly. Okay. Focus. So, focus. Sorry. <laughs> So, so she, uh, she heads to a phone booth, which is hilarious to call the police. I mean, yeah. even though 911 calls are for free and I will, I will go on another little side note real quick. I got in a lot of trouble when I was about, uh, I don't know, five, six, seven, something like that. I was at Mr. Gaddy's with my friends from across the street. And then this other girl that lived near me. And I found out, I went to the payphone and I called 911 and I re- realized you could get through without having to pay money. I thought that was really cool. So I did it one time and then I hung up and then I told my friends to go do it. They got caught <laughs> and then I got, and then, and then they blamed me. And then, well, I mean, they should have, they didn't they blame me. They didn't blame me, but technically I wasn't the one that did it that time, but I got in trouble for it. And then my my grandparents were not there, but to humiliate me, my parents made me go home and and apologize to my grandparents for doing it. <laughs> <laughs> and and in my and and this was all my own. I go, I don't know what I don't know why I did it. I guess the devil was in my heart. <laughs> I guess the devil was in my heart <laughs> because because I called nine one one on a <laughs> on a payphone. Anyway, <sighs> so okay, <laughs> my parents were probably just like. What's wrong with you? Man. Like and, at every at every corner, my parents were asking, "What's wrong with you?" So when the only time that I remember, like, I mean, we called on one a lot, it's not a lot, a lot, but one of the times I remember it is when me and my brother locked myself or locked ourselves out of our house in the middle of the day, um, because we were scared that we scared ourselves from a movie that we were watching. So then we broke back into the house. Uh-huh. And then we called 911 to say that it was just us breaking into our own house. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, that's pretty smart. Well, no, there was I no mean, alarm. I mean, there's no alarm. I know, no but I mean, we like, called them. There's no. I know, I know, but just in case, you know, just in case. I mean, my, I mean, I'm just saying, I was we, innocent. We, we were just trying to tell the police, don't worry, we're not being killed. That's, I know, I get it. Like, I, I think that makes house. sense. I was just doing it because I thought it was cool, but no, technically, we we were, no, no, we thought we were getting killed. We thought. I we know. Were, that's why yours makes more sense. No, no, no. But it doesn't make sense because when you look back, there's no reason the police should have ever even had any idea. Like they didn't know. But it doesn't make yeah, sense. Yeah, that's true. I mean, that's why it doesn't make sense. But yeah, nine one one. Don't don't do it. Okay, so well, unless like you need to. Right, so but I- um, so she calls the police. But Bill comes back and he starts to smash through the booth, and then the of course the booth topples over because that's what always happens. But then dun, 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 Superman Craig arrives and brutally yes. damaged. <laughs> he has a meat cleaver so he like you know goes after Bill. Right. So then the police arrive where this is where we have Bruce Campbell uh, who was who him and Sam Raimi are on the front cover as like actors in this movie. This is like the very this is like the last 5 minutes in the movie. Um Bruce Campbell is one of the police officers that shows up. And um then it Bill is not dead. And he's just like really severely injured and he says that Jennifer and Craig are responsible and the police they're like, no, we didn't. We didn't do it. We didn't do it. And they ignore them and arrest him. I know. We were just watched, talked about recently and just recently released our episode on Happy Birthday to Me, bleak ending. What yeah, the hell? And then, then Bill opens his eyes as Jennifer screams and then and then it's over. So we're just like, uh, not fair. Not fair at all. No. So. So that's the end. Yeah, so uh, I have there is quite a lot of trivia on this. I'm not going to go through all of it. I actually did a podcast about this and um, a while back, and did a lot of the fun facts. But it does have it does have. If anything's related to Sam Raimi, Evil Dead, Bruce Campbell, we can skip all that. Yeah, I mean that's just a given. Right. So um, the film was shot in an actual grocery store. And they shot it in the evenings when the store was closed, which I find really interesting because it um, it reminds me of how they had to film Dawn of the Dead. There were, of course, the original. I hate I hate how every time I say Dawn of the Dead, I have to say the original. You don't have to say the original. I, but I just feel like I do because one, no one no one's ever going to assume that you're talking about the remake. If if anything, the original is the standard, and if you have to qu- clarify, you should say the remake. 
that's true. I do the same thing with Texas Chainsaw Massacre, though. Right, um, yeah, you don't, you don't but, have uh, to. Just, just assume that. <laughs> just assume. And, and and be like, if you don't know this, then you're dumb. But, um, the, but I thought it was interesting because I know that Dawn of the Dead took a lot longer to film. Well, I would assume. I would assume it did because I think it took months. But um, they had to film <clears throat> at night. And while the mall was closed and they even like filmed through like the Christmas season. So they'd have to take all these Christmas decorations down and all this stuff. And like, they'd have to get the mall ready again for the morning because they, you know, people were still shopping there. So same thing with this. And that's just crazy to me. Like the cleanup that you would have to do. And like, I mean, and I'm, I'm sure, you know, I'm sure they have insurance on all this. So if they broke something or whatever, but like, and, and with Donna dead, it's a, it's a little harder to, I mean, well, it happens. So it's not hard to believe, but it seems a lot more work, but mm-hmm, mm-hmm. that's just, I, I think that's really super interesting that when you, when people film in like a place, that's actually like open for business and they're having to like clean all this shit up overnight and make the movie, you know? So it's like, well, nobody is mopping the floors in that grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> true i'm still mad about it <laughs> and uh so it was originally called the night crew but they didn't think it was um marketable so oh i was right um that old man um has he the line that he says is hold hands you love birds and he would always say that uh, whenever he was in a three sword three uh three stooges short he would that was like a line that he was known to say it was right. like his like catch line um it, i do think it's cool that the song uh, sam raimi sings is the one shelly sings in evil dead yeah i remember that that was cool. I, I i do think i like you know i'm not going to bring up sam raimi that much but i do i like that one um and let's see yeah, that that the, raising Arizona had the same story about the that he tells during their lunch break or whatever with the head head in the hand and the sandwich in the other that whole speech. But well, okay, it doesn't really matter. Um, Toby Hooper originally was supposed to direct this movie. I don't really know. I don't. You know, Toby Hooper is a weird one to me for for me personally because I love Texas Chainsaw Massacre so much, but I don't like the fun house very much and i'm not a huge fan of poltergeist so i just and like later on i think he did the remake of the toolbox murders before he died and i did, i really think it wouldn't have been as good if he i don't think it. it would have been as good because i don't uh, spiegel's work well he didn't any- ha- he didn't have expe- exactly he didn't have experiences with with that kind of like i really do think scott spiegel was really smart i think he i think he's almost better than Sam. I mean, he hasn't done as much, so I can't see. It's like, say for sure. But it seems like he, when he worked with Sam Raimi, he took everything that I would have liked from Sam Raimi. And he, that's what he put into this movie. Yeah. So he just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, Sam Raimi clearly has way more to offer that clearly he's way more famous, even in the future. Like now. Yeah. Yeah. For, from, from movies that you definitely hate. Uh, but, um, for sure. Yeah. But yeah, I don't think that Toby Hooper would have brought the same. I don't want to say levity because it wasn't like it was slapstick comedy hilarious or anything. But he there were some really light parts. He, yeah, he wouldn't have. He wouldn't have had all like the those little. You know, the, I don't think he would have the cool shots that the cool shots would have not been there. And then like, and, like think, the little signs and stuff like that. But like the you know, I just don't think any of that like. I guess you call them Easter eggs, kind of almost. Yeah, and I mean, and even the deaths, even all the deaths had a little humor to them as well. And I don't think that um, Hooper Hooper would have done that because, like, being stabbed in the in the chest and then like they explodes a case of beer. Um, I don't know, just all these different things that were happening. I don't think that Toby Hooper would have brought the same thing. And like, this is 1989, like full ass serious horror was dead. Slashers yeah. were dead at this point. So mm-hmm. I just can't imagine. I'm glad Toby Hooper didn't do it. I love yeah. all of the Toby Hooper's movies and I love, um, freaking poltergeist, but I don't think this would have been a good fit. No, I don't think so either. Um, and, uh, okay. So I was right that it was, it didn't take as long as on it. obviously it was shot over the course of two weeks. So, that seems a little more doable to clean up stuff. Yeah. Stuff if this took as long as Dawn of the Dead, then I would question my entire existence. Uh, well, facts. <laughs> I mean, I mean, there's like eight people in this movie and Dawn of the Dead had like, let's get real. <laughs> so um, the body count, um, actually. 
You have actually a total of eleven. Maybe. Yeah, but we're not. We don't count the people that they talk about in stories before. Well, the that's two started. of them, and then you have, to, and then you can assume that Bill dies. Maybe. Yeah. So without the if you if you don't want to assume he died, which we don't know, and then the first two that are the the deaths that are talked about beforehand. You have eight. Then yeah. He killed eight people. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And I, that's all I have, I think. Yeah, I mean, we think we covered all the deaths and covered all the funness of uh, the grocery store horror. The only one of the only grocery store horror movies. Oh, that I've seen. Uh, another thing is that that I wanted to point out is that that they did kind of make it look like Renee Estevez was in more of the movie, and it kind there are some versions that make it look like she's like um, the main character. Right. Kind of, kind of like how they put Sam Raimi and Bruce Campbell in the front, but anyway. She's not. Yeah. So they were they I, were they I were real they were, they, they were real concerned that people weren't going to pick this fucking movie off the shelves. They did everything they could and lied to us to get someone to pick this movie up. And guess what? I didn't. I, I didn't. I never even saw it. I never <laughs> I heard mean, it. Like I mean, it didn't work. So didn't. I never even heard of it until a few years ago. So what? What? Um, I'm trying to. Th- so I I gave. I was trying to think of what I would rate this since the last movie that we recorded was Happy Birthday to Me, and I rated it three stars, like a solid three. I think I'm, I'm gonna I, rate this one. Give it a four. I, I, I can't give it a four. I am. I, can't, I, I, I can't do that. Um, that's that's way too high for me. I think I would give it a three point seven. Three point six six repeat. Yeah, th- yeah. I'm gonna give it pie. That's you. Point, yeah. That's not pie. I know it's not. It's three point. <laughs> what what is pie? It's. What do you? Why do we? What is pie? Three point one six. It's a mathematical equation. What? No, it's no, 3. but it. 3.14, March oh, 14th. 3.14, okay, Hiding. whatever. Okay, yeah, it's pop. Oh. Okay, I give it 3.6666666666. Oh, we, we only needed three sixes. Well, I gave you more. I know you wanted to be demonic about it, but... Well, the devil's inside you, so we needed that. <laughs> God damn. Uh, okay, so what do you get? You give it four? I'm giving it a solid four. I freaking love it. I mean, I do really like it a lot. I will rewatch it. I will recommend it. But considering the movies that I would give like four and four and a halfs to, a lot of slasher, most slashers aren't going to get, aren't on a slasher scale. It's like Sleepaway Camp and, you know, like some of the Friday the 13th get like four point something. I, I, I don't feel comfortable. I don't rate movies to compare them with each other. So if I give something a four and something else a four, that doesn't always mean they're the exact same. They're not the exact same four. That, that yeah, make- no, I can see that. But uh, yeah. the, well, uh, and I do that. I do that as well. I don't come. I'm not putting this on the same scale as like other horror movies. You know, yes, I'm not going to, I'm not going to put it on the same, but I am going to put it on the same scale as I put slasher movies. Yeah. Well, even all slasher so. movies, but I, that's still why I'm comfortable giving this a four. Like I gave Friday the third, uh, sorry, not Elm street one, a five. That doesn't mean that this is a four is the same scale as not Elm street. Like just right. one star off. Right. I mean, there's they're, they're all independent ratings. Yeah. I don't know with me. I, I do compare them to the other slashers. Yeah. Um, but, and, and, but I do think this has really good rewatchability and that is very important to me when I, and, you know, so I'm gonna go up to 3.75 cause I don't want to be satanic about it. Shit. <laughs> so you can get someone else to do your bidding. Damn it. I was close. I was close. And I'm putting I the know. Ouija board up. I was about to get, get something <laughs> happening. I was about to get something happening. Damn well, it. I'm sorry. Ne- maybe next time. Maybe. Um, so I say gag on um, watermelon. Stay gagged on laundry detergent. Oh, God. Very generic laundry detergent. Yes. Uh, Yeah. Stay gagged on a meat hook. Stay gagged on stocking your shelves with all the goods and necessities. Yeah. Stay gagged on my grocery list. (laughs) Stay gagged on summoning your inner devil and calling 911. And yeah. Yeah. And stay gagged uh, with a phone and an eyeball. <laughs> and stay gagged and follow us on all of our social media and YouTube, guys. You can find it on our link tree. Everything's there. Yep. All right. See you guys. See ya.